muted, we unmuted. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Should be episode 24. We're doing an audio check here. It's a good thing I did, because I'm echoing a little bit. So yeah, let me know how the audio is as we move forward. Not only mine, but everybody else's. And uh, Pom, why don't you go ahead and take the floor? Hey, thanks, Nas. And uh, welcome back, everybody, to Dragon Ball Legends Podcast, episode 24, to the future and probably even further beyond. Uh, today, we are joined by Bebop. Yo, what's going on, guys? We have B-Rad. Set. We're joined by Goresh. Hello, everybody. You already heard Nastarachi. Oh. We have Prof in the house. Hello, hello. And our favorite league commentator. Oh, no, not playing favorites, right? Ryudin. You, you guys knew I had to be here. It would be almost wrong if I wasn't here. It wouldn't have been. No, we just would have canceled the podcast. So... No worries That'll about that. That would have been more appropriate. Right. So before we start, as always, Twitch Prime is not a crime. Make sure to type exclamation mark Linktree down in the chat to find us on all our social media presences. Make sure to drop us a follow to always stay up to date. Today's topics, we are obviously talking about the man that uh, gave Ryudin life. Zenkai Super Saiyan 3 Goku. We're going to talk uh, about the new events that came out last Wednesday. And of course, about all the topics that uh, were just released on the Dragon Ball Battle Hour. So with that said, um, we're just going to get ahead. go ahead and start with Super Saiyan 3 Goku. I'm expecting a speech, Ryudin. Go oh ahead. man, here we go. Okay, I'm, no, I won't go too crazy. But, you know, finally, 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 a lot of us have waited a long time for this unit to get the respect he deserved. Because even when he came, uh, when he first showed up, he wasn't that great. And obviously, as the metas continued to become more chaotic, he didn't age well at all. Uh, his only real saving grace was, you know, he had a cover rescue and double defenses for Sans was pretty good. But even then, that started to get taken away as more units got cover rescue nullification and some other units had double defenses too. So finally, finally did he get buffed up. And man, did they go off on this guy. His stats are amazing. His defenses rival slash exceed Zankai seven defensive units. His offensives uh, offensive stats are really damn good. His he had one of the worst green cards in the game, and they made it now chainable. Now it's arguably one of the better ones now. His ultimate is finally to be feared. He's an overall fantastic unit, a true juggernaut. But thankfully, he's not too crazy. He's great, but he's not overwhelming like Gohan is. Um, and what's also uh, pretty awesome is the fact that the developers took the extra time to consider the teams that he'd be run on. And they know that Gohan, San family, is super dangerous. So they made his last passive exclusive to Sans, which is really smart. Um, it's nice to see them put that extra level of thought into making sure that he didn't just make one tag so damn dominant. But uh, I think we can all say that he's a fantastic unit. I'm actually really happy about his third passive too, because I hate Hercule. <clears throat> Him being able to be uh, completely immune to that for a while is pretty underrated. And he's also the first green sand Zenkai buffer. So, I mean, kudos all around. He's a fantastic unit. The only weakness I could see is his first passive is still time-gated by 30 timer counts. But I guess that's a really small thing to, to look over. Overall, he's a fantastic unit. I think we're all pretty happy about him. How does everyone else feel? I think he's the first character that has on paper over 300k on a stat like gohan can get there with equipments but he just has it like 300.46k blast attack i think piccolo and uh namik goku do too don't they yeah but this yeah I, but non-transforming right yeah this is the oh, first okay one. i got you got you 
Yeah, and then his defense is pretty much 200k. I mean, you got 194k and 193k, which is absurdly high. And even 280k strike attack. Like, for a non-transforming unit, like, his stats are actually pretty absurd. But that's good, because like you said, that's all he really needed. Like, his kit beforehand, besides the wonkiness of the green card, was already pretty good. It's just he lacked damage numbers to actually have effects in the battle. But now he has those two and a couple other passives. I like how the, the first passive, Fate, rests on the battle. Somewhat compensates for the other time-gated passive because you get, you know, 40% damage when the battle starts, but it only lasts, you know, X amount of time. Or wait, no. One of them only lasts a certain amount of time to compensate for the other one kicking in at 30 counts. It's the right? third passive you're thinking of. Yeah, so he's got, like, a little bit to compensate for that to keep him well-balanced even in the beginning of the fight. And his green card is exceptionally good now. It would have been a little bit better if it worked against tap shots, too, but it's understandable because it destroys two cards that, uh, I guess, it only works against blast cards themselves. Yeah. And um, everything else about him is pretty consistent with the way he was before, just with up-to-date stats that make him competitive. The thing that's what... crazy, though, is you got to factor in, he has one of the best Platinum equipments in the game. That's and when you true. factor that, alongside his crazy stats, it actually doesn't take a lot for him to really start pummeling everybody. So I know that he doesn't have an overwhelming amount of, you know, percent damage inflicted buffs, but... In reality, if he were to have a ton, then he would be the next Gohan, undoubtedly. He would just do so much damage, and I think everyone would be... Everyone would pretty much hate facing the unit, so... I think what they did is perfectly fine. It's nice to see that they showed that they're willing to put an extra layer of thought into developing the unit. They started factoring in these things, so... I think he's great. I, I have nothing but good things to say about the unit. I think one of the uh, things that people don't really notice about this unit, that's really powerful, is the fact that he's healing 30% with his main ability and his unique equipment I believe has health restoration on there yep. so he's yeah. pretty much getting close to 40% health restoration from that main ability in combination with the amount of defense he has like this guy is really really tanky I think he can use the awakened Android 17 equip that gives blast damage and health buff too can he? Not the Awakened uh, one. Just the regular version? No, the Unawakened one, yeah. But yeah. it's still good, yeah. It's yeah. A, that one has, like, what, 12% health or something like that? Yeah, and then up to 18% like yeah. blast damage or something like that. <clears throat> one of the things I actually really like about him, too, is just like you said, right? Like, he doesn't feel so overwhelming. Um, if anything, he feels really rewarding as well, like, right? Like, you know, his green card you know, is chainable, but it doesn't feel like, oh, my God, like, this is the most busted thing in the world. Like, this guy's super overwhelming like they didn't crank the zenkai up all the way to like twenty thousand, right like he's just a balanced unit you know and uh he's fun to use as well right so uh, i really like the way that they pretty much done this guy yeah what and I find something interesting. Else. oh go ahead go ahead uh, what i okay. find interesting is that the the green card you know we had at first anniversary we had uh the purple super saiyan blue vegeta with the green card just like his where it's a blast counter which changed into like everything <clears throat> And then I think Goku came out much later and he didn't chain into anything but the blue card, right? Yeah. Um, one other thing I'll say about the green card is the fact that they increase the amount of key that he gets from landing it is makes it infinitely better because of the fact that you can chain anything with it. So it's a combo starter that gives you more key when you land it, which is really good. Yeah, and not only that, did 
Did he always have uh, the ability to get the 10 seconds of color immunity when he used his main? For, was that he used to be it was three. three, I think. Okay. Well, that little yeah, extra it's... elbow room to work with there is exceptionally helpful as well. Especially it's pretty game-changing. I think, but like, adding up on the health restoration, he can comfortably heal like 1.3 mil with his main. Happens all the time. He's, yeah, combined with his tankiness, the ability to heal. Yeah, he's a beast. Actually, I'm starting to reconsider if he's balanced or not. <laughs> he is. He's definitely yeah. balanced when it comes to his weaknesses versus purple units. I mean, outside of that 10 seconds that he has on the main. But against neutral or advantage, he, he does do a little bit of shit stomping. He's balanced. If you don't think he's balanced, seek therapy. <laughs> I mean, well, he's not I like Android 18 where he just comes out, does two or three cards, and your enemy's dead. So there's that. Yeah, that speaks much better about his balance levels. Unless it's the main. If you come out and do the ult, then someone's probably going to die, no matter what color they are. But anything outside of that, he's not an Android 18. Yeah, I like That's... that his uh, his ultimate doesn't require any setup. You can just kind of throw it at someone. You mean unlike Broly? Like anyone. I just saw Ride kill a half-health merge Zamasu on color disadvantage using it. Like, you could use it almost anywhere. I, I doubt it would kill, like, a full health purple unit, but... Like, anything else, it's pretty dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and I mean what you just said with the, you know, 10 seconds instead of 3 uh, with the type immunity, and that paired with his card draw speed that he gets late game, I think that's, uh, you know, that lets you deal a lot more damage. Yeah, it gives you a second to at least do a full combo and then end cap with the LF instead exactly. of just having to main and immediately use it like before. So it gives you a little space to work with whatever combo you got going on. So I can I can see Rai is using him on his Saiyan team. So Super Saiyan 3, Super Saiyan 3, or Purple Vegeta, and then the yellow one. Um, do you think that he fits well on Sun Family since people were scared that this is the team that's going to become really broken with a good green unit? If you use yes. it with the Goku-centric Sun Family, then yeah, I would assume he'd be real good there. No, he still works at Gohan. I know what they were trying to do where they're like, oh, you know, we're going to make some extra incentives so that he works exclusively with Saiyans, but they're forgetting that Yellow Goten and the Red Gohan have such good support buffs that you're not really missing out on anything. Like, Goten gives you key and damage inflicted anyway, so it's not, it's like... Are you really missing out on anything if you were to run him with uh, Gohan and Goten? Not really. No, you're not missing out on anything. Gohan already yeah. provides the same buffs you would get anyway from um, losing a Saiyan, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the only thing you're missing is like 10% damage inflicted, but you get it on his um, his blast instead. So you really got to ask missing, yourself, did you... He's missing 10 key on switching. Like, big deal. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. You might, not, you might need that 10 key to launch your Rising Rush. What are you talking about? <laughs> you need key to rising rush. <laughs> yeah, that makes the difference between rank one and rank one thousand and one, of course. But so, has anybody tried it once on family actually, or yes? yes. And how did it go? Is ridiculous? I <laughs> uh, yeah, I I haven't. I I have Z seven Gohan, but I actually use this Goku with blue broly uh gogeta blue and red gogeta and namek goku that's my main team for him <clears throat> actually, so outside go ahead oh so that's my only team for him actually <laughs> so outside of the obvious um platinum equip what other equips are you guys using on him um i would say you want to go with it's all up to my fists 
as uh, one of his items. It's pretty much a staple for most of the Goku units in the game. And then, about the, is that that kid Goku one with the yeah. with him punching yeah. through? Okay. And there's another one called Hurry Vegeta. Um, he, he, it depends if you, there's actually a Sun Family variant you can go with if you want, but it's uh, Strike Defense, Blast Defense, and Blast Attack per Sun uh, Saiyan battle member, and it's just five percent per. So Might a, I also recommend the his own equipment, not the Platinum one, but the other Super Saiyan three one that gives. Tons of blast damage if you roll it high, and then the Android 17 one that gives the blast damage and health buff. Those are both pretty good too. Yeah, the 17 one is pretty great as well for his kit. Yeah, the one you're talking about, the something was the one where uh, Goku's fighting Pycon, right? I honestly can't remember off the top of my head. Let me. Uh, let yeah, me that's the one up. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that it's, one's really good too. It's pretty much the exact same thing, but yeah, for Sun Family. Now, so the one you're thinking of is called Haya, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the one where it's just Super Saiyan 3 screaming on the front of it, like powering up? Yeah, I think it's him versus Janemba. That's what that one is. Yeah, that one's it's got some big numbers on it, and it doesn't have any of the requirements of him being on a specific team to get him. I mean, there's also the new one, which is uh, from the new event. It gives up to 31% blast. <laughs> so it's pretty good. I think there's an honorable mention, too, that since this Goku is so heavily stacked on defenses, there's a wakened start of the battle that is pretty much just... A wall of defenses. I, I personally like the tilt towards attack, but uh, this Goku can take a hit for sure. Yeah, I think he's a welcome addition to the roster. I mean, and the fact, we haven't gotten into the specifics of the event yet himself, but the fact that they, for the first time ever, just giving, what I still don't know if it was 690 Z power or 700, but you at least can get him for free. Which, you know, if you're a brand new player, that opens up a path to getting a Zenkai unit that you otherwise would have to literally start from scratch for. So regardless, it's helpful, even if you can't Zenkai him yet. And for people like me, I mean, I haven't even started the event yet because mine's already 8-star. But, like, I mean, just an extra star, get him to red star for me, and that'll be fine. I get two red 2, which will give him a nice little stat buff. So, I mean, it's helpful for everyone except for, I guess, you, Goresh, because you already have a 14 star, right? So. And Ray, you did. Yeah. Yeah, I think apparently, Ray, apparently that, time, right? that slips everyone's mind. <laughs> I, am, I was the I first the person SSJ3 in the world. Guy. I'm, just, I'm just happy he was done well. That's that's the biggest thing for me, because I just just do it right. That's all, That's my biggest worry. Like, I remember using this guy pre-Zenkai. I couldn't even confidently use his ult thinking it would kill somebody. Even if I had type advantage, I'd be like, is this going to kill? I don't think it's going to kill. Even when I was confident, like, yeah, this is going to kill. It wouldn't kill. I'm like, what is this? This is a spirit bomb. This should be like the bee's knees, but it can't do anything. But now, now I feel far more confident using him. He's just, he's awesome. I don't think anybody mentioned it, but he has a tradable uh, or i guess a shallot uh, blue card that has the massive multiplier on it yeah other than this new upcoming goku black uh most legends limited units cannot teach their specials to shallot so that that's pretty good that he's able to i know like with him zenkai broly uh as a zenkai you know not a legends limited obviously but most of the actual legends limited zenkai or not can't teach their special moves so it's pretty pretty special when they actually can See what you did there? It's special when they teach their special moves. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they allowed this one because it's realistically it is just like a standard Kamehameha animation, which Shalek could already knows, so it's not like 
It's not like one of the more unique ones that he doesn't get access to. Like Kid Boo level. Well, he can even do the red Kid Boo special, but not the blue one, right? See, I'm just curious, like, if you... It's a massive multiplier, right? Is that better than running the red Zenkai Goku with 100% like damage increase? Probably not. I would assume not, right? Yeah. All right, I, still think, I still think the Broly faint one is better. <laughs> oh, the yeah, just because you have a, pretty much a chance to execute your opponent. <laughs> just to win the game immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I mostly I use the Zenkai Red Super Saiyan Goku one just because I think it increases strike attack or strike damage. Wait, with a, is the Red Gogeta's better? Or is it the same thing? Red Gogeta's is good too because it's, it's massive, but it's not as high of a chance to faint as Broly's. Okay, yeah, so probably, probably the king of the ults. Broly's probably 30% and Gogeta's like 20, right? I think so, yeah. I just like that with the beam cards, you can counter with them. But <laughs> right. yeah, the, the faint's pretty great. You just one shot at a full health UI Goku with the ult, and that's it. Easy Good. Easy. He's the best. He should. <laughs> he had right. the guys like the guy gets folded like a wet newspaper. He should die to this. Wet noodle. Oh boy, that was entertaining to watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, last Wednesday we didn't just get the Zenkai. We actually got content. So first off, uh, Bebop, have you played this Majin Buu event that is in uh, the story tab? At Absolutely all? not. <laughs> like Dude, you're so lucky you got honest. this topic to talk about. I know, right? Um, lucky me, but um, from what <laughs> I hear, it's so fun, right? So um, yeah, no, honestly, I, I don't know anything about this event as much because I don't really play a game like that now. But um, I've I, I've heard that this is the only content that dropped, or like that feels like okay, like it's. Your give, Legends is giving us something kind of relatively new in a, in a sense, but um, beyond that, I feel like all right, like this is this is pretty cool for you guys. But um, maybe I feel like, uh, and this is just like a hunch now, but I was gonna ask you guys a question about it. But do you guys feel like because they dropped this EX Boo uh, event, do you think that he'll potentially get a Zenkai soon? No, I think he's the pair with the new free-to-play boo they just dropped to kind of give you the core of the blue-blue-purple team. Yeah. Yeah, but on the other hand, we know that they're Zenkaiing all the original series units, right? Yeah. But I don't think this guy's going to be anything anytime soon. But at some point, he definitely will be getting one because they're doing all of them. Yeah, I stand by Gresh's statement. I mean, eventually... Theoretically, every unit in the game will have a Zenkai. If they want to complete the kits of all these units they've created. I can understand them avoiding doing some of them for as long as possible because they're already absurdly good. Like Green Goku Black, for example. But, like, you can't max out your arts card levels without Zenkai. So, every character's kit is designed to be Zenkai. Like, you can't get your blue card from level 2 to 5 without Zenkai. You can't get your strike cards levels up to 10 or whatever without Zenkai. So, like, Heroes, EX, Sparking, it's the same for every single card. Like, they're, they're built with a deficiency that's not completed until they Zenkai. So, yeah. I would expect we all also, of them eventually. We also got two new equips uh, in this event because the event itself was pretty short, right? It was like five stages or something, maybe six. 
And um, the one equip that I kind of like is this region equip where Majin Buu is just like rubbing his hands or something. So it has uh, up to 8% critical, up to 18% strike attack and 20% blast attack and it's for region. So it's a, it's a very offensive one. It's uh, called Aha Ha Ha Ha. Ha 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 Ha, lol. Uh, no, I think it looks it looks pretty good just, you know, to make your team more offensive and especially region with a lot of more tanky units, though lately not as much anymore. It's pretty cool. I, yeah, I noticed that, like, they just release an abundance of equips just yeah. related to regen especially because I know they needed that. And, um, you know, just the Majin Buu uh, saga in general. Like, I, I know you guys have, like, the Vegeta equip as well. Um, like what is it called? Don't worry about me. Um, you know, and all these Majin Buu equips, you know, like that's, I feel like that was okay for on their end, but of course, you know, where are we going to put them? Right. We have no equip space, but you know, <laughs> well, they did, they did, they did. Yeah, put I know some they did. The, match. I think they, they put in like the rush shop or something like that. Like, yeah. you know, like 10 or 20 more slots from the rush medals. If you feel like yeah. sacrificing your gold medals on free Zenkais for equipment slots. I think I already did that. Because for me, that's always annoying when I want to stream and play PvP. And then after yep, like 10 yeah. matches, you have to go and sell equips. Yeah, I bought so. five of them. There's still more in there. I'm going with the free Zenkai. I'm trying to balance getting the equipment slots at the same time as some free Zenkai levels. Yeah, for me, the only free Zenkais that I can still use is uh, are the, the Red Super Saiyan Goku and the Blue Movie Broly. And I'm just going to do dailies until I Zenkai 7 those. So I'm not using the medals for that. You could also save them up because you can hold up to 99 of them. So as they add more Zenkais to that shop, you'll already be prepared also. Well, I mean, they, they limit the amount you get per redemption. So saving the coins really is not going to do well, too much. For now, I mean. They would have to do like a weeks. whole batch of units at once. Yeah, you know, like imagine they rotate the Zenkais and there's like five of them, six of them in there that you don't actually have complete. And then you're like, all right, now yeah, I got a suppose, bunch of metals. It's like 15 every reset, right? It's going to be a couple months before you max out anyways. Well, the, the main key is the 125 erasers. <laughs> I don't even use erasers, so they don't matter to me. Screw the equipment system. I'm with you, Prof. I like the erasers too. Thank the, you. The, the, new batch of, the, the new batch of equips. I don't know. I, I like them quite a bit. I like the the new uh, the new one in the golden uh, showdown shop, and there's another one for uh, for Goku. Those erasers helped me get them both to Z plus. So Dude, the yeah, one in the golden up, showdown you. shop is like the best equip in the game almost. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so trying so hard. Type one. I got really lucky which, on that one. Which I, one is the that? golden showdown shop equips are. Up and die. They tend not to be too bad for the rolls. I got a Z plus on that one. Fantastic. Damn. I, I cannot, for the life of me, get a gold or red slot on the second two. And I, I, have, I have made dozens and dozens and dozens of that item at this point. That's okay. You have like Z plus awakened uh, platinum equips. It's, it balances out. But <laughs> but this item, okay, so what, what Gresh is referring to, guys, is the current golden showdown item. And it's just, it's probably one of the most valuable items I've seen in a long time. It's like, you can correct me, I think it's like... Uh, 12% or something key restoration 10 like 20% 10, 10. 10. Uh, like 20% uh, blast and uh, 12 special damage special in the center yeah special yeah, move in the center I think it's 12.5 oh no, I got 12, special 12. move flipped okay yeah it's 
it's it, for blue trunks especially i i'm hunting this item trying to get it because i think it's going to be an upgrade for him but uh the restrictions are perfect too it's, it's just, just range ranged you like, like every other unit unit. yeah <laughs> you can use that probably also really nicely on right gohan if you i mean he has better items but uh right if you if you're trying to get a budget support yeah sure as a budget option you need at right. least 60 pluses is what you're saying I mean, if you run a full range team, that's on you. It has to be done. Okay, Ryu didn't do it. I, I think farming up, like, you know, two, three of this item, at least S to Z, you know, that that's a worthy investment for your account. You're going to use these going forward. I'm literally trying to find this equip on DVZ space. I can't find it. It's about the cell doing the Kamehameha. Yeah, it's called Harry Up I'll and drop die. it in chat. Um, oh, okay. I guess that's pretty much all we can say about the Majin Buu event and the new equips. Uh, we have another piece of content that released, and it's the uh, People of Earth Lend Me Your Energy event plus missions. Uh, what are your thoughts on those, Goresh? Yeah, so I'll sort of combine this with the Your Number One event, because it's sort of like a package mm -hmm. thing. It's two in one. Um, so this is like the thing where you have to go through the normal like event in this, like, the event uh, listing. And then once you clear all the missions associated with that event, you'll be able to unlock the other event with the key that you get from all the missions. Uh, and then that event, the second one, which is actually what I'm doing right now <laughs> during the podcast, is a 50 stage, you know, typical one of those events where you go through all the stages and you get a bunch of rewards and equips and whatever. So overall, you get a lot of good stuff from this. Um, I think there's a daily stage in the, uh, the normal event that you can farm Zenkai souls from, the green Zenkai souls. Um, you get a bunch of Zenkai souls as well from doing the 50 stage event. And obviously we talked about some of the new equips that come from this as well. The one thing I will say though, um, just overarching theme from what we saw from this specific update the this, this, uh, this past week, is we got these two events and we got the Majin Buu event. So we actually did get a lot of events. Um, three, I guess, you could, if you want to separate these two events uh, in particular. Which is a lot for just a normal week update. So we got this and we got a way to farm up. Super Saiyan 3 Goku, and that's another thing that's connected to these two events as well. So uh, I would say that this update is very, very good. Now, in terms of how fun the events are, I'm just not going to comment on that because I don't really particularly like PvE in this game, but you can't argue with the fact that they're actually giving us content to do. So that's good. The uh, I was happy that we could get Zenkai Souls, both green and blue, from the stages. It's not, it's not yeah. enough to go from... All the way to Zenkai 7, but it's like, hey, you know, helps mitigate the damage. And the cool thing is, is um, the implications of these events, right? They, they gave an LF for free. Um, whether you're happy about which it is and how much they gave, you, you still got to acknowledge that it's, it's a free LF. Imagine what this means going down the line. It seems like they don't mind being a little bit generous if they stick to a theme. So who knows if there's another celebration theme with another LF that we could see. Oh, I would love it if... Uh when the other characters get their LFs, if they have like a whole themed event around it, maybe a new, uh, maybe new LF character to go versus the, the current one, you know, like maybe an LF Bardock to go versus Zenkai Frieza, just something fun like that. Like this was really cool, at least how they stage it. I don't care about the PVE like Goresh said, but you can't argue with the fact that they're, they're giving you a bunch of stuff right now. Yeah, or like when Goten gets a Zenkai, they do an LF second coming Broly or something like that. Oh, exactly. That'd be ex extremely hype. They can sell a new unit and then rehype the old one.
All right. Uh, so it seems like uh, that's pretty much all we can talk about PVE <clears throat> because we all love it so much. And with that said, um, I unfortunately, it was a, pe a perfectly bad time for me to have this battle hour ongoing because most of the times is like over here in Europe, I was just sleeping. So um, I'm actually looking forward to you guys catching me up. I haven't really got much info. We're going to start with uh, LF Rosé incoming. Brad, what are your what's your take on him? And uh, what do you expect? Okay, I'm going to start out with the, the big question or what people want, the big debacle. People want him to be red. The reason I don't want him to be red is because there's better options for Zenkai's. If they Zenkai that red god coup, like you're going to have crit and HP plus Zenkai buffs, which is ridiculous. I don't want a new LF at two stars. I'd rather have like a 14 star god coup that I've had forever who could actually be viable at that point instead of another red rosé, right? Now, it's not the worst thing ever. The future and god key stuff from the same thing where like they have so many competitive units that are so good that really any color he's going to take somebody's spot. Minus red. <laughs> That's like the one color. That's why people point to that uh, when it comes to God Key. But I mean, you look at future. There, really, any spot. If he's purple, he's taking blue. Uh, he's taking uh, Vegeta's spot, which he may not take it on my team, but he's pretty good for that. If he's green, Goku Black's already there. If he's yellow, I mean, you have options for everybody, right? Um, he looks super dope. Can we just go off with the animations? Because not even talking competitively viable, he's going to be an LF. Most people are going to get him at two stars. He looks amazing. It's what we wanted with the scythe. It's just not that much scythe. It's just in his ult as far as we can tell right now, right? So what are your guys' thoughts on him? Because that's pretty much mine. I'm excited for him. He looks super dope, but I'm not like over the moon. Yes, he's going to change the game because he's just going to fit on the team. I'm going to just I, say I this right now. I, I love how it's always like divine lasso, but in a different camera angle. But they add, they added like extra finesse at the end with the way that he dances around with his scythe. It it very very Goku Black always has really clean animations. And then you know in regards to the typing that you suggested, um, I I'm gonna be honest. I hope he's red just to put extra pressure against all the Android 18s that I see. Like even if even if um, God Key slash Future could see. Uh, red Zenkai. I, I wouldn't want that to sort of take away from the potential for him to be red just because I don't know. I feel like some more stronger res would be great just to put extra pressure on yellow 18 because she's uh, pretty strong. She's rampant. Androids are everywhere. I think it'd be great to have some more red units just to put extra pressure against yellows. Well, I mean, even if there Came is a red chat, Zenkai, it just be. I mean, check it. Even if the red rose or Goku gets a Zenkai, it's just going to be Zenkai buffing him if he's red. I, I, I kind of hope he comes out as a red unit. I don't think he's going to be red. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a valid point. I can give you that one. That's a valid point for sure. Because if we do get, like, red Godku or something, then he does buff Rosé, which they, they have a tendency of doing. I'm going I'm to call is, it yeah. right now. I, I'm going to call it right now. He's either going to be purple or watch him be blue. That's it. No, please don't be oh, blue. Oh, God, he's don't, be don't blue. put the you blue know, You know energy. Legends. You know we Legends, We left that though. out of here for legends Wait, literally. How many, how many red Legends limited units do we have? Go on. One, yeah. Uh, are, let's it, make him red, please. And, and plus, it, no. he, the rose tag will actually be, you know, something. It's dragon blue legends for a reason. The rose right? tag. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You, you guys laugh at the, me yeah. saying the rose tag, but what if they give him like the triple Z ability that we've been seeing? That if you have that no, tag, you get some uh, extra. They could, but it's it's going to be powerful opponent, God key, and future. I think. Well, I, 
I am fairly confident they are going to specifically design him to be really good on powerful opponent. Like they, they might even no. add in some special things to his unique abilities that make him better on powerful opponent. Oof. Take a look at the banners that have come out recently. We have the Kid Boo LF, who is a powerful opponent buffer. We have Demon King Piccolo and Broly, who are both powerful opponent buffers. We had the Yellow Frieza, who get, got a Zenkai to buff Yellow powerful opponent. I think they're pushing this tag massively. And I think the reasoning for that is because they're building up to this rosé. Yep. Um, I could even see the rosé being yellow, just because of the fact that that yellow Frieza is specifically buffing, and honestly, pretty mysteriously buffing powerful opponent, whereas Metal Cooler does not. I mean, that would make YYB, because you could bench uh, the current yellow Goku Black, that Frieza, and then you run this rosé with uh, the new... VB. Uh, well, VB and yet, uh, Gohan. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a really nasty team to run into. I mean, I'd be curious to see how good a potential Godku Zenkai would be, and if he comes out right, you could play Red, Red, Green with the two Rosés and uh, the Godku potentially. And all of a sudden, oh, Godki has like two Reds instead of none. That would be a Yeah, like Future and uh, Godki could use a Red. I'm more surprised that most people want to see him be blue. Um, I would assume that, you know, Trunks has a, a pretty tight grip on that slot for Future, no? Uh, well, you know, even if he is blue, I mean, you'd buff it, but I, I would, I don't know, you, you, you could run both the trunks blue. with him, but... Both blue and powerful opponent have enough going on, so he should definitely be any other color besides blue. And he probably won't be green because of the previous Goku Black, so that sets him up for red, yellow, or purple. I would say purple you want to be useful for powerful opponent. No, we just got DKP. Uh, I didn't summon on him, and this is a Legends Limited, so I still think purple would be useful for powerful opponents. Wait, also, we have... Do you like the yellow uh, Broly's good? The yellow EX Broly? <laughs> the one that just came out. Oh, the yellow well, EX mean, Broly's great, yeah. Oh, uh, the new no, one. It, that, um, he's yeah. talking about the... <laughs> I know what he's one. talking about, but you don't use the yellow Broly that just came out in battle <laughs> over the yellow EX Broly. He's just a bench buffer. Like, both just do, you don't use that new Broly. <laughs> <laughs> Not, the, the yellow EX Broly is significantly better for in-battle ability. Like, the lock, his absurd blue card damage. Like Definitely yellow Broly for battle. Uh, EX. The other one, great bench. Yes. I think, the real, I think the real question is, is this guy going to be better than the purple Goku block that already exists? <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Uh, about, that's a tough him. one. Probably not. Then purple Goku so. block? Yeah, the yeah. base one. Yeah, then the purple the base one. Terrible, terrible base one. Because I was about to say, hey, Bold don't, defenses, we, have, bro, don't we have all colors except for purple? And then while someone else was talking, I remembered that this purple Goku block exists. Yeah. But not really. <laughs> no, I didn't forget. <laughs> well, that purple Goku block, and if he gets his Zenkai buff, he's got one of those, if he takes damage he gets extra you know oomph. yeah like people wanted to be tap shot with him yeah you yeah. take all those taps <laughs> yeah and he just dies in two hits now tap me daddy pretty much <laughs> yeah and I, I don't know the support assist trunks my they look neat but i don't think any of the support assist units have really made a big splash in the game yet in terms of no they're cool but they're not anything special yeah. i thought they were gonna be wait wait when watch us all be wrong and he's just Insane support for future. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, he's gonna be really good. I would almost say that because of the team he's on. Like, that's the only reason. When, uh, when the sorry, the Great Salmon one and two came out. One of the strongest teams in the game was just mono red. 
You can still, well, I mean, frankly, you saw it in the, the video yesterday if you guys were watching the battle hour. To be fair, that guy got walked, though. Yeah, well, he got walked, but I ran that in the top rank for a long time, and there's just nothing anybody could do about it. It's just endless healing. I have like, more confidence in your ability to use it than him. Talking about mine? What? No, no, the what red uh, Sandman 1 and 2, and then uh, the red Trunks, red Gohan. Yeah, uh, Trunks and Salmon 1 and 2 heal on swap out, and so you can heal like 50% of your HP back, and then all the main abilities, and then it's it's just yeah. nonsense. Watch, I mean, watch them have the same, that, that same unique for future, watch. In the developer's defense, though, he was right. Like, he would have stood an actual legitimate chance to win if he was able to land his Rising Rush on anyone but Gotenks. Like, he, he could have actually won that match, but he didn't use his Rising Rush right. Well, so. I just, I want to, I just say that. I think, I expect this unit to be pretty decent. In fact, when the Broly came out, I mean, his, his damage is pretty great. Just Z ability sucks, so he didn't really have any long-term potential. But yeah. this this Trunks and Mai, I, I'm worried that he's going to be like, you know, a future Vegeta family, or uh, hopefully it's future hybrids. I looked at uh, Great Saiyaman and it's movie hybrids for him, so they didn't really care too much about the girls tag on that one. But I don't know. I guess since oh, we're kind of segueing into him, I hope he's purple. Now that they've started giving these units the girls tag as well, maybe the mile have more of an impact on the cards, passives, and abilities than the previous ones did. Well, if it, if he's green, there's some wicked good items that he has access to uh, due to the fact that Mai's on there for green girls. But I, I really hope he's purple or green. I think Future has enough. And we were even talking about Rosé possibly being yellow. I think Future has enough yellow right now. So I'd, I'd really hope he's purple or green. Ideally, he'd be red. But yeah, I get it. Well, I'm hoping for Rosé to be red. So maybe I'm thinking all the way down. If he's red, then... I don't know. I got too much red going on in my life. And there we are to have uh, <laughs> Red Great Salmon 1 and 2. So I crossed out red and blue off mine, thinking that they might keep the assist units unique. No, just so. make them both blue. Yeah. Just make every Easy. card in the game blue, right? Yep. If everything no need for the other there's colors. No system. There's no colors. Feels like it. Wait, remember though, Gresh, you said that uh, um, Rose is going to be dark colored though, right? Oh yeah, 100%. Yep. Well, you can clip that. <laughs> well, don't forget that there's 11 Zenkai blue units in the game and three purple. Three purple Zenkais? Oh. Yep, and 11 blue. Wow. Is that balanced? What do you think? Yes. No, we need more. More blues, yeah. Yep. So Not purple great. Broly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you already mentioned it, um, that you already have some ideas for their color, but what exactly... Um, L, uh, aside from that, are you expecting from Trunks and my prof since you're the hybrid main here? I mean, I it's, it's obviously big speculation. They, they look like they had an ultimate. Maybe that was a blue card, but it looked like an ultimate attack. Um, so I, I'm expecting it to be kind of like Great Salmon 1 and 2, to where it's just a general utility unit. Um, that's kind of how my general green kit is, and I expect a from the you know the Broly that we had before and the Great Saiyaman that they kind of had this interrupting you know team supporting kit, I expect no less from this unit. I hopefully I, we get Mai's grenade on green card that would make me so incredibly happy. But uh, I don't know. It, it, it's all just speculation. I, the thing I'm most happy for is that uh, between hybrid future and uh, girls tag, you have oh and Veggie family, you 
you got a ton of items to work with on this uh, character. And I believe in the video they said that he's supposed to work on several teams, so I almost expect him to have three tags. Like, mm -hmm. as his Z ability is concerned. I can see that. I also see him being, or like the trunks in my duel. Like I think honestly, like you brought up a good point with that healing. Like I could probably see it. You know, like my could be like the healer type. Like, well, like in a sense where like if he swaps out, right? Like specifically, specifically tied to future uh, related units. Um, you know, because that would just be busted. But I could, I could see that. You know, um, they're more, more so going to be like a. I could see potentially like more so like a support type uh, for future, um, but that's just that's just my opinion on that. Yeah, I expect to be supporting. Maybe that's how the other two are. So Anyone what, else? What spot could he take? Like on which team? I mean, he's clearly gonna be a future based unit, right? Yeah. You could probably, I mean, obviously you could probably run him with hybrids, right, Prof? But he's, I, it, like all his uniques will probably be tied to future. Well, I, 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 they've been making the uniques more broad, so I'm not concerned about that. My thing is like when I think of the future team, I'm thinking of Revival Cell. I'm thinking of Green Goku Black, uh, LF yeah. Gohan. I, in Palm says, where does he belong, right? He's got yeah. a lot of competition. He, he, this unit's gonna have to come out and be stunning, uh, for uh, my, myself included, to really summon for him. There, there's just a lot of great units that have been flooding the tags. I, I think he's gonna be future based, and I think he's gonna be more uh, support. But you know, if you look at, uh, you know, like that brought the Gohan and then LF Piccolo, they almost have like no requirements on their support abilities. Yeah. Well, it's a good point you brought up with the fact that he has so much competition on like his teams. That's only going to get more and more competitive as the game gets older because we've noticed a trend recently where they haven't really been pumping up power creep as heavily. Um, pretty much ever since LF Gohan came out, the red one, the Zenkai one. Um, so, you know, as power creep sort of like, I guess, plateaus off, we're going to have a bigger pool of units to compete with for all these teams because there's not going to be that big jump in power. I mean, lately, the notable units like UI and Kid Boo, they've been making these really unique and fun kits. And so if, if there's a lot of competition, but a lot of really fun ways to play the game, I think that's a great place for the game to be at. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's good that there's more competition, but they ha in order for them to actually make these units like desirable or effective on their teams, they don't need to make them just straight up better. They need to make them fulfill a role that no one else does right now or make them have a playstyle that no one else does. Yep. I can't really think of a future support unit other than that uh, purple Vegeta. Yeah, but he's like... Well, I, he I know, the free card key, he's everything. I mean, what if he healed 10% on swap out? I mean, if they gave that to a hybrid Saiyan unit, I, I would lose my mind. I think everybody would lose their mind. Just go on with infinite healing. Because hybrids do not need that. Can't wait to see what his sort of unique thing is, because like Prof said, Kid Buu, UI, Broly, all these guys have like some extra thing to make them pretty unique. I wonder what Rosé's is going to be. I want to see like, I, I know we're, we're, I saw something in Fighters and it kind of reminds me of the 
the purple spear bomb Goku with a character with a wind-up ability. Like, make him to where they're still decent, but I don't know. I, I think they could revisit that, just throwing that out into the universe. I think if you guys saw it, he can, like, shake his finger at you seven times and one-shot you. That would be a good idea, yeah. Yeah, I, I would love, like, a uh, purple spear bomb Goku, I believe you use uh, th two or three green cards, and then you pretty much guaranteed faint on your opponent. Like, stuff like that's pretty oh, fun. Oh, with the Turles, the Turles movie one, yeah. Yeah, the one-hand spear bomb Goku. Oh, God. So I, I, mean, I would love if an LF unit, like, you know Kid Buu? You know, he's on the field and he gets stacks. Like, what if you got a stack towards his ultimate for a special ability if you kept him on the field for those or whatever? Because he's Goku Black, they could do the thing where... <laughs> it'd be funny if they made him a defense unit and then did, like, the whole the pain makes me stronger thing where he just gets stronger every time he gets hit by anything. Like, way stronger. Oh, permanent buff, yeah. but, like, 5%? Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. I could see that, too. I'm curious to see his, like, overall strike animations, like, all, like his whole animations. Because we only saw his special and his uh, ult, right? So, like, you know, it would be really cool, and this is, like, me reaching, but, you know, obviously we all want to see it's just him using his scythe during his strike animations, right? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I wish. Like, that would be really cool, and he has, like, bleed potential, right? Well, that's like, that'd that's be the next cool. Goku Black. Well, we don't know if this one has that, right? Because we didn't see that. But, you know, that's just, that's just me stretching it because I feel like part of me or a lot of me feels like it won't happen. But that's kind of me being hopeful, right? Yeah, yeah. they could just be holding I, I it, right? That. If that was I, the case. I don't think, yeah. I don't think this one will have the scythe, period, except in the animation for the ult because he does that thing where he pushes the sword into the palm of his hand and then pulls it out. Yeah. But I see them doing another good because this Goku Black also doesn't feature... The actual oh, Goku, the rift in the sky, or the clones that all come out. Like, basically the level 3 finish from Fighters, right? So, yeah. they'll still do another Goku Black that has, like, the scythe at all times. Does the rift, and his ultimate will be, like, all the clones coming out and beating the shit out of the opponent. Like, yeah. Watch his watch his blast card be just him shooting out his clones so they fly at you and they punch you. <laughs> <laughs> zoom, 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 zoom. That would be dope. But the, and Because I, I maintain... The, obviously, Ryuden, I think you were the one that originally pointed this out and made the meme out of it, but there's literally a tag rosé in this game, right? So extrapolating off that, that... We thought it was goofy. Yeah, there's so going to be the red is. one, there'll be the green one, there'll be this one, there'll be the rosé and Zamasu assist support unit eventually down the road, and then there'll be at least one more that's got the rift and the clones. So you'll be able to yeah. make like an entire team out of nothing but rosé eventually. Well, the rosé tag functionally in the game, it's probably there if you want to have some items or uh, specifically like, you know, how we have the Vegito buff on the EX, yeah. not the EX, the free-to-play unit. I'm almost certain that's all that rosé tag is ever going to be for. Well, until there's six rosés in the game and you can actually run. I mean, I don't think they'll have a Z ability that says, oh, it's 30% of rosé, strike, attack, and defense, but they'll still have their own synergies between powerful opponent, future, god key, and then they're all on tag rosé together. A footnote I would love, because people are going to end up searching for units by that someday, that the transforming Goku Black that, you know, eventually has the rosé tag should, should be in that search option. Just just a random footnote. I mean, I think the whole concept of getting tags when you transform is just dumb. Oh, yeah, I, I would mm -hmm. be all for a patch that just says, hey, you just have all the tags at all times now. Because that yeah. would open up a lot of item opportunities for a lot of units, too. They just had the Super Saiyan 1 and 2 tags. Or Vegeta is just starting off with it. It'd be fun. 
All right. Um, so we have one more thing, and that's kind of a bundle of topics. Um, so with the DB Battle Hour, uh, it's not just the new units that were announced, but they also announced other stuff like new battle modes and uh, did stuff like knowledge quizzes and so. Um, Nas, what are your, what was your upshot or your opinion on that? I mean, sure. I was there the whole day. Many of y'all might have been there. We streamed the entirety of the 13 hours of the event, you know, starting a couple minutes before and a couple minutes after it ended. Outside of an organized event like Kamehacon, that's obviously out of the question right now due to the state of the world, this is probably the coolest Dragon Ball event that I've ever attended. Like, they had a really good level of planning. Everything was put together. It was very cohesive. Like, I mean, the most annoying thing about the whole thing was how many times we saw the Kakarot flyby video, but they were essentially using that as a tool to synchronize all, like, six of the streams they were doing. So, the fact they were able to organize all that, the fact that it was so centered around, like, video games and, you know, the card game, just Dragon Ball gaming, I absolutely loved it. I love the fact that they used it as a platform to announce some new stuff. I think Dokin could have had a bigger presence there, but you know, <laughs> they decided to kind of sit it out a little bit, I guess. But honestly, again, I think it was like one of the coolest things that Dragon Ball has organized and done. I'm going to give Bandai most of the credit here because it seems like they pretty much spearheaded this entire thing and like Toei, Shueisha, none of them were really involved other than, you know, giving licensing for the event to exist. But, yeah, I mean, even the cool little thing like the Xenoverse lobby they had open where people could congregate digitally and watch the content, like, embedded in that little game world, or they could just spend 12 hours twerking in front of me. Even that was, like, the coolest thing. Like, they, they I, I don't know. I give them a double thumbs up for this event. Like, I would assume most other people feel the same, but definitely one of the coolest, neatest things that they've ever done in my opinion and I really hope we get more of this um, assuming that we can all start to meet in person again here soon it would still be nice if they organized some type of event like this because not everyone's gonna be able to fly to Japan or you know California wherever they decide to host it right so hopefully this is something that keeps keeps happening I was I was very impressed by this event yeah, I think the implications of this are pretty massive too. I mean, it just shows that they really want to push the uh, the gaming side of Dragon Ball, and it's something that's going to be there for a long time. Yeah, I, I, again, I enjoyed everything about it. I think they could have used it as a platform to maybe tease us with whatever they're working on next, because we all know that Bandai has a legal contractual agreement with Toei and Shueisha that they have to produce one new video game every year to keep exclusivity over the IP. So I think they could have maybe used this to tease some of that because it's such a video game centric event, but I'm not going to judge them on what wasn't there. I mean, just based off the content that we received, I think they did a phenomenal job. Like even the little stupid stuff like having the dude build a diorama and having them put together a the mosaic, like that, that stuff doesn't have any impact on anything. It doesn't really matter, but just having it there is cool little basically like booths that you would see at a convention where people are doing stuff, it's just activity. It was really cool to look at. Like, I enjoyed watching them build the mosaic, theorizing about any significance it might have. I enjoyed watching the dude build the model kits into the diorama because I myself have bought some of those models. I have them on display in my house. 
So it's cool to see what someone that's way more skilled than me could do with them. And then, of course, all the gaming stuff was awesome. Yeah, I like watching uh, Toshi lose to body change Ginyu for like two hours. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Having Forcing the developers to play Budokai 1 over and over again for 12 hours straight. <laughs> so that, all of it was entertaining. Like The only Thanks. thing that really didn't entertain me was the card game. And that's mostly just because I, I have no one to play it with, so I never got into it. Like If they had a digital version of that, too, I probably would have been all over that as well. So that, I'd love I'd love if they found a way to integrate those unique game modes into the game. I know that they have a website for it, but yes. if they were to just like add it in the game as some sort of extra fun thing on the side, kind of like casual mode, that'd be awesome. I would love. I think if they found a way to implement a ranked draft mode into Legends PvP, I think I would be just as excited for that as the new game mode. Um, of course, not including lag, but like... Say you queued into a special mode, like, all the characters in the game are unlocked, theoretically, right? You don't have to summon, necessarily, but if you own the characters and you have stars on them, there's where your advantage could come in. And the game just offers that. Here's three characters. You pick one. And they do that six times. Three characters, pick one. Three characters, pick one. And then you assemble your team, and then you go and get as many wins as you possibly can before you lose three times. Like, that would be so cool! It would provide way more replay value to sit here and just play PvP all day. And then, if you're bored of sitting in the queue for like an hour and not getting matches, you could always just hop over to draft mode, and you'd always have something to play. So, I, th I think that would be a great idea. Like, draft mode, please. It's interesting yeah, well, to hear, just be sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Bebop. Uh, I was just going to quickly say, like, you know, that overall event was just amazing. It just, you know, obviously there were a little, like, blips here and there like it was like all right like this is getting dragged out but honestly like it was worth my time I me mean, i think me and goresh and may, many others could have just watched that diorama for hours just, <laughs> yeah. just straight right because we were just loving it like we loved that and like the the details behind it and all like you know the, the guy didn't I, I feel like the guy wanted he could have obviously done more right you know but obviously time was limited like i i'm just so curious even now like to see what he could have potentially done if you had more time right so you know um but besides that like like Nas said already like this these kind of events are are what makes dragon ball you know the way that it is now like it's it brings uh it brings a lot of people together like from a variety of games right just everyone just pretty much having a good time having fun being in one community right so i think that was one of the biggest highlights that i really enjoyed and I wish that we could see more of this. Uh, I wish uh, for Legends in particular, they brought in more players as well. Like, hell yeah, I want to see Goresh in there one day, you know? Like, <laughs> just that knowledge quiz, like you guys saw, like he was just <laughs> green, uh, baby green Vegeta. Like he just knew right off the top of his head, just like who it was. Like, <laughs> I just didn't understand how he knew that, but he did, right? So. You know, these are these are the kind of things that I feel like if they brought in, you know, other content creators would bring in a lot more, uh, you know, like unison in the community. Yeah, I, I agree 100% that it brought the community together. Like at one point we had you, Bebop, me, Indikuba, C Reacts, Rhyme Style. We were all in Lobby Seven, just sitting there yep. BSing with the emotes and just watching stuff. Like I don't yep. think any event has ever brought the community together other than this. You know, other than like Dragon Ball Super Broly coming out, right? Like, 
for the video game world, there's been nothing like this yet. And yeah. One thing, a great idea. Well, one thing I was really happy about was uh, Mooten pointing out that uh, these cool little teasers that they do, the on Twitter and stuff, like the ones with the hit, the, all the pictures with the hidden messages. He emphasized how awesome they were. I'm glad he put that across to them. Like it was also a good opportunity for us to get to know more about the development. How the what the producers do, what goes on, you know, on the backstage when it comes to this game. So even the Q and A session was great. Toshi did a good job of, you know, basically sidestepping certain questions, but we still learned something new about how it all works. I, the whole thing, was awesome. Honestly, it was awesome. The whole thing. APV those questions. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think the the most surprising thing, well, not really surprising, but like something that he really emphasized on as far as uh like how long the character takes to develop like three to four months minimum like they have to do that so in advance right to uh release them on on certain days so i think that's really cool and i think that was really cool that they shared that with the community because like people are just like oh we want uh you know mui right now right like but you got to understand how long that takes right like that takes a lot of planning and a lot of development yeah, that, but it also illustrates that why they could also pump out characters like Buhan faster, like the right. new one we just got, because he's literally a copy and paste of everything that's already in the game. You can tell that's why true. they did that now, right? Because like you said, it takes like four to six months for them to animate all the characters that are original, like fresh blast card animations, strike card animations, and developing the kit. I'm assuming yeah. they do a little bit of playtesting, but I think that's what sacrifice they sacrifice the most especially when it comes to like senkai 18 and gohan and stuff right but they do a really good job you know yeah these are the kind of things that like despite what happens like we're all gonna complain about the certain crap that happens understandably so but these are the kind of things that you have to kind of appreciate the developing team just in every single game that that's being produced like like they really take their time or some don't, but Legends in particular, I know they take their time with, with this with this kind of stuff, right? Like, as far as developing characters and animations, like, they really do go all out. <clears throat> yep, the only thing I could hope for for this event would, for the next one to be the same, the same thing, but for them to also have a physical space when the world is somewhat back to normal, where people that are able to could go to, like, a convention-style setup. Understandable, that might take a while, but I really hope they repeat this again at, at the very minimum of at least once a year. But I'd like to see it, you know, twice a year even would be cool. I mean, it's it's cool <clears throat> also to have, as you said, those online events because we can all be there together even though we're scattered geographically because, you know, you said not everybody can fly anywhere, especially if you're somewhere in the middle. Like they usually probably focus on either the US or Japan. So for me, neither of those would really kind of be, you know, be feasible. Yeah, but as long as they have the online presence exactly. as well as what they had here, in addition to a physical presence, I think that this... I don't know, I'm going to call it a con, even though it's not a convention, but I think that it could stand the test of time and have a viability to be done multiple times. Like, I, I, honestly, as much as we were memeing them for selling their merch, I hope they sold a lot. Like, I hope they made a ton of money from this, and it wasn't something that, like, well, we did it, but it was a huge financial loss, but we still did it for the exposure. Like, I hope they actually made some money off this, and we're like, wow, this is actually viable. Let's do this more often. Like, 
All right. Um, I think that's pretty much all the time for the regular portion of the podcast. We're going to take a quick break and then move over to questions. And as always, if you want your questions in the podcast, make sure to keep your eyes peeled on our Twitter for the thread or just post them in our public Discord or on Facebook. And uh, we will be right back. All right, and we're back now. Hope you all enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed that. Good little, uh, good little ad there, right? Excellent. <laughs> I don't even. Know hey, it wasn't my idea, chat. It wasn't my even, idea. No, I already told. No, you. but you left. Like it wasn't supposed to be this long. Oh, I just like, played the whole. I played intention. the whole thing. I made him watch the whole thing. Yeah, thanks. That's wild. Okay, so uh, we have time for a few questions, and the first question comes from our public Discord from uh, Belbin. How would you fix the guild shop? I get that you, if you improve the rewards, people would cheat, but to me it seems the only reasonable exchange option is skip tickets, since everything else is overpriced. What do you think? Really? I never bought skip tickets one time from there. What do you buy from there? Erasers. Erasers. I figured. Somebody says low audio? No, no, they're fine. Just ignore them. That was just from right when y'all came back and I faded it back up. Okay. Like, if, if there were, you know... I guess there probably already is, but I don't. Nobody pays attention to the guild system, but engaging guild dailies or something where you're telling everybody they got to do something, or I, I don't know. It, I the, I don't know about y'all, but for me, the guild coins just kind of appear every now and then. And if I need an eraser or I need 30 Z power, I know where to click. What do you mean they already teased the guild update? Oh, okay, yeah. Just yesterday, right? Yeah. I feel like we already answered this question a couple weeks ago. I mean, we do that a lot, so it's not a problem. But the answer we gave previously would just be for them to condense all of these shops, right? Like, improving the rewards would also help, but just condensing all the shops and making a couple more universal currencies would make a lot of this more easy to manage. That's one way, definitely. Yeah, and I, I also... Maybe have a link to the guild shop outside of uh, the guild panel? Yes, please. The screen is so slow when it loads. Yes. Yeah, just just let, let me let me access that in more ways than one. Or, you know, uh, maybe as the NAS just alluded to, get rid of the guild currency altogether and just have a, a universal currency that he use. Which you gotta remember, y'all asking for more equipment slots and get them, then it's gonna take even longer to load because loading data takes time and Base. Yeah, that makes you wonder how well designed this game is. <laughs> Very. I mean, I have a feeling the impact isn't really as big as they said it was, but I mean, maybe when you consider everyone collectively, yeah, to have a little bit of an impact. But I don't think like giving everyone like a hundred extra equipment slots would break their programming. I don't know. I mean. That's I think it, it's really depending on, you know, I mean, I don't want to go too deep into it, but if they wrote some spaghetti code because the the deadline was tomorrow and they didn't even start the feature yet and it's just, you know, just cutting corners, shit can get really bad. And then it's even worse to fix it because the longer you have this stuff in there, you know, the, lo the longer more stuff gets you. programmed on top of it being exactly. reliant on the old And also code, you yeah. have to maintain that when you change stuff. So it just costs a lot of, you know, money and time. That's actually why it's kind of a tangent off topic question, uh, point here, but that's exactly the reason why you saw Among Us announce Among Us 2 and then they retracted that. Because the original Among Us is literally like Palm said, to use the same vernacular. It's made with spaghetti code. 
and they were so concerned that the game getting popular that they wouldn't be able to expand on the game's code to add new features, new maps, new stuff because of how badly it was pieced together. So that's why they announced the sequel, then retracted that, and was like, you know what, never mind, we're just going to go back and rewrite all the code for the original game and make it functional, right? It's the same thing would apply here and across all games. I mean, you write bad code, it's going to come back to haunt you later. <laughs> yep. But yeah, uh, specifically for this guild shop, besides my initial assessment of uh, consolidating shops and currencies, I mean, adding some better rewards that... I mean, that wouldn't hurt, but like he says, people what, will cheat if you what would it add be? stuff that's too good. Maybe just some energy or something. I don't know. Add some basic resources that we need to keep playing the game, but nothing that's gonna... Like, give some summon tickets for older banners. Give some energy. Give some stuff here and there that's not gonna be too crazy, but still more incentive. So it just dawned on me that the new game mode might be heavily tied to guilds. Yeah, I don't know. Guilds, friendship levels, there's still a lot we don't know about it yet. <laughs> friendship levels. I mean, they, they specifically the mentioned that. I know I told them to F off on their tweet where they said that, but they're like, friendship's gonna give you an advantage in the new mode, and then they haven't mentioned that again since that initial tweet. Well, you got through to them, man. I hope. We can only hope. <laughs> if they waited I want to see Zenkai Souls in the guild shop if they want to expand on the oh, uh, yes, what they offer there. I'm just... um, something else too. Something else too. Real, real quick about the guild shop is the have a Z power in there, but it's only for certain tags. I wish they would just do like an all-purpose one. Yeah. Also, it's thirty and it's five star or higher, so it's also yeah very medium useful. But I'm just looking at it now. Some of the things you want are is already there. Like you get master's pack thirty percent tickets, but they're way overpriced with the hundred coins in my opinion. You have energy, skip tickets, and slot removers on top of Zenny. That's it. Yeah, I knew there was some of the Masters Pack stuff on there, but maybe, like, add some Legends All-Stars, the extra higher guaranteed tickets or something. I don't know. Yeah, could be. I guess enough said, so we can move on to the next question. And I've already seen him in chat. This one comes from Absolute0273. It's a bit of an essay, so let's see if we can <laughs> abbreviate a little bit. So what um, new gameplay mechanic would you like to see in the future, like UI's Vanish or Cell's Revival? And his suggestions would be something like uh, Gogeta that has the possibility to, to defuse if it's the last man standing by using the main ability and gives the two fighters half HP of the original character or a character that can sacrifice himself to resurrect a specific other one in your party. What do you think? I think this ties back to what I think Prof was saying. I think the newest and simplest uh, gameplay mechanic they could add without drastically changing anything about the game would be like a fourth character that you bring to battle, but they're not actually like a character you used to fight with. They're more like a, an item, right? Like a one-time use support. Like you could have Dende, for example, right? With his little portrait off to the side. You wait till two out of your three characters are dead. You use Dende. He brings one of them back randomly, right? Like he heals them or something, right? I, just an example. You, you could have like a little support, like like basically in Dokin, the active abilities, right? But remove that, put it off to the side, make it a character that you bring to battle for like an active effect. That could be pretty cool. Um, 
And then besides that, there's probably tons of stuff, like, gameplay-wise, they could add to the right. game that would be neat. Like, <clears throat> I would personally, I feel like, uh, the thing that he suggested, I, like, that sounds a little bit wonky, and I, I wouldn't even want that myself. Like, the give two fighters with half health of the original character, that, so... I don't know if he means like it would be so-, so he's last man standing and then two people would be revived yeah. and they'd be half health. Yeah, or, so basically like, that's just that's just broken, dude. Like even if they're half health, like you don't want. Well, that. it's like it's half of the like, health they have left, right? So it's it's more so like, like imagine he- you have your Gogeta last man standing and you pop the main and then he defuses into Vegeta and Goku and both of them have like half the HP that you had left before. Yeah, so it, like when you would use that, that, like you're down to your last character, you burned your vanish. And then your enemy activates Rising Rush. There's nothing you can do. Oh, that's, let me... that's literally that's literally a double-edged sword if you think about it. Like, what if you know the other person is outplaying you, their last man standing, and then boom. Okay, now you're facing two units. Like, that's 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 dumb. I don't. I, I get it. It, it kind of sounds. I, I get what they're trying to say. Like, it sounds kind of cool, but I wouldn't even want that. I would want the opposite. I would want. A support assist character like the new Trunks and Mai, for example, but make it Goku and Vegeta. And when you use their main ability the first time, they become Gogeta, right? For like the rest of the fight. I think that would be a cool new mechanic using the support. Because right now they haven't really done much with the support assist characters, right? Like, yeah, they exist. They're really neat because there's two units in one. But they don't really interact with any each other in like a meaningful way outside of the way the game already works, right? Oh, like, oh, one of them will show up for the animation of the Rising Rush or a green card or something. But there's no, like, functional or, like, plot-related reason as to, like, them doing anything. So it'd be cool what if about, we had a character that fused like that. What about a fusing character, but they actually, you, you, you take two of your, like, okay, let's think of it like this. A new Vegeta comes out from the Boo Saga, and he he can fuse with any Goku character in the game as long as you have him on your team. And then it takes the Goku that you bring in in the fight with that Vegeta, and you become one unit. That's just like ridiculous OP. They could do that as long as you said like one of the units is free or something. Well, yeah. Well, if they say any Goku, because there's like free EX or Hero Gokus and stuff that you can get, Kakarot Gokus. Yeah, it would probably work in that sense. Because it's just navigating that compu gacha law is the only <laughs> obstacle there. Yeah, yeah. but let's say that a completion gacha law or whatever sounds like it would be the issue. But nah, I prefer that, be it to be like a, let, let's say like a, a, a Zamasu and Goku Black, you know, duo unit. And then the main ability just calls on Goku Black and they fuse together. Now, that's how I would imagine it working. Yeah, and mm. then they turn into fusion Zamasu, right? It's the same thing as yeah. Goku Vegeta becoming Vegeta or something like that. That would be a cool like, I understand the, that, that Goresh's idea is more like he'd gain kind of a raid boss kind of character on your team, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, if you ever had a mechanic like that, I would love it if they gave you the actual PvE mechanic where you got an extra HP bar. Kind of like how Endurance works, oh, where you about, die and it fills up again. Oh, oh where it That'd fills cool. up again. Yeah, where you have a little, like, three down next to your name and they have to go through three of your health bars. Yeah, anybody that's thinking that this is obscene, by the way, you're losing a vanish for the rest of the fight if you choose to do something like this, right? Yeah. So that that that's a huge penalty to gain a very powerful unit. That would be pretty exciting, in my opinion. Not only are you losing a vanish, but you're losing a rising rush target. You're like crippling your team, like in terms of your ability to swap vanish for a single more powerful character. What about a that's character cool. whose ultimate is makes you watch World Flight? 
That sounds uh, like a W. It sounds like VBZella. I would also yeah. like, speaking of that, but less trolling, yeah. I would like some characters that had ranged ultimates. Like something you like mean like uh, Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks and his inevitable Zenkai? Yeah, that's the well, only one, right? Yeah, like nobody else but him has like ranged ultimate where they actually, everyone rushes forward and punches to start their ultimate. It would be nice. Like, say a new Frieza comes out, he's got an ultimate and it initiates long range with a death beam laser from its finger or something, right? Only Go thinks it's powerful enough, man, and they understand this. I like, I like the fact that ultimates feel rewarding. Like you gotta land it. Like it, like something like a uh, a long, like uh, what's his name? Go ultimate sounds like it can. It's way easier to land because you know you can yeah. just time it really well. But I get it. It pisses me off the most is that ultimates don't beat Rising Rush. An ultimate, like if you outplay someone, get them to the point where they're down bad like that. The ultimate, and if you're close range enough and you activate at the right timing, then the ultimate will beat the Rising Rush. But from long range yeah. and you meet in the middle, Rising Rush will overpower the ultimate. But with the ranged ultimates, Rising Rush isn't quite as powerful. So, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, it's, it's, I, I would like, it doesn't have to be everyone, but just some characters peppered here and there, more than just Super Saiyan 3 Go tanks, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's also a double-edged sword in a sense that um, if you have a ranged, you know, like if you, if you make your opponent vanish and you use a blast card and they use a strike, they win. Would that mean that if they yeah. use the strike card, they would also win against the ranged ultimate? From close range? Yeah, I guess their timing would beat your activation frames. Like, so you'd get, yeah. That's a way to outplay from both from both angles. It has its strengths and its weaknesses. All right, fair enough. Um, I was I was gonna say real quick because um, this the absolute zero actually mentioned like that one last point about uh, another character sacrificing itself to resurrect a specific uh, one. Like he mentioned Elder Kai as an example uh, to bring back um, like a Goku. I think that's pretty interesting. That that would be pretty cool. I could see that, hey, like, um, like, a, like, like, a, like a, probably character. like an Elder Kai giving, like, like, death buffs, like, when he dies, he could just <clears throat> revive specifically Goku. Bro, but... you could even have, yeah, like a little Krillin that's not meant for battle, and all he does is come out and throw a Senzu bean at you. That's cool. That would be I like the super idea. hard to balance, because that now limits your yeah, design space for every feature Goku. Like, you can never have exactly. a Goku with a revive ability. You could never have a Goku that has, like, like a super powerful endurance ability or something like that. It just... There, I think it's a cool concept, but yeah. when it comes down to balancing that in terms of all future characters that come out, it's just too hindering. It's, yeah, exactly. I feel like if, if they tied like if they tied it to a specific Goku with like the Halo, like like a specific Goku that they dropped, like when he was in that uh, when he was in the Supreme Kai planet, right? Like that Goku, like base form, like that's it, just him. Like you well, know how like they. I mean, the yeah, alternate uh, way to do it would be not to do any ones that, like, heal you, but just, like, oh, this character gives your whole team plus 10% damage for 20 seconds. Or this character comes out and gives you plus 30% to all your defense for 30 counts. And that's the item, right? So, wait, so they can't do that, you said? Yeah, that would, if, if it's tied, if it's, it's an ability that only activates on one specific character that's summonable, then yeah, they can't. That's a law? Yes, yeah. it's a, co a completion thing. That's yeah. the only law that exists for uh, gacha games. Oh, okay, that's that. That's what there that can't be any yeah. premium sets of content that can oh, okay. co-mingle to create a better item or give you a set bonus. I didn't know that. And that, I, I feel like this game skirts the line with that with the Z abilities. But. Every single game is like skating on thin ice with that ability. Buchi Giri was a game that 
was like one of the first ones to introduce like the two cards fusing and the way they got around it was they just gave out a free version of like a terrible like there was a Goten and Trunks that came out in that game uh, they were the first fusing units in the game there was one Goten and one Trunks that you summoned for both summonable that fused together the way they got around the restriction is they gave out a terrible free Goten card to everybody and they were like, all right, here you go. Now you, you can either use this Goten or summon for like the 90 times better Goten. Yikes. But that was what we're already doing, so. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It just, it's, I, it's how much do they want to compound onto that to make them look more sus to the Japanese government, right? Because like, you can all blame, you can, everyone in the audience, everyone in the world, you can all blame D DNA for this too. The company that makes Pokemon Masters. They are the sole company that is responsible for the Kampu Gacha laws being created. It was 100% oh, uh, Because we're talking about new gameplay mechanics, though, something I haven't seen them put in the game that I would love to see is damage reflection, either as a buff or a cover change. How would that work? Like someone cover changes with a strike and then you punch them in the gut and they take a ton of damage for catching their strike and the combo goes to neutral. Or I gain a buff so. that 20% of the damage that I take is sent back to you. Yeah, if, so the idea, circling back to the idea, it could work, it just has to be simpler stuff on the items. Did you say thorns? That's what it sounds like, thorns. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. No, um, I, I, you, you see these units with these incredibly long combos. Imagine if you had a debuff, like, every every time an opponent hit you with a strike arts, they lost, like, 5% of their HP. Like, that would add up super fast. That's, I mean, that's like probably really excessive forcing, to say five. That's like but. forcing Heart Virus's Goku's passive onto the enemy. Yeah, you either as a debuff or whatever, you know, to constantly punish them for a consecutive card use. How would you, like, what would the effect look like of, would that be like Frieza putting the paralysis ball around them and then every time they try and act, they like blow themselves up or something? Like, how does that look in game? No, just like how Heart Virus goes, his HP goes down. After every hit, the HP goes down. Can't go below one. Right, I was saying, like, what is damage. the activation of that ability? Is that like on a green card or something, or is that like... No, just passive if I could. Or maybe it's be like a, a debuff you could put on your opponent or a buff you could give yourself. So that would have I mean, to I, be like... That would have to be like an Android 18 that came out and did like the ult that the yellow one has and like broke Vegeta's arm and then that inflicts the debuff of, oh, if you try and use a strike art so your arm is broken so you take self-damage or something like that. It'd be cool. Or you bio Broly every time you punch him, you know. Yeah, he burns you like that. Yeah, I mean, that could be unique and cool, yeah. Alright, I think um, <laughs> we've covered a couple of questions and uh, the time is up, unfortunately, so that's it for... Today's podcast, as always, Twitch Prime is not a crime. Consider following us on all of our social medias. And don't forget to also follow all of our creators. Bebop, Brad, Goresh, Nas, Prof, and Ryudin are all active uh, on Twitter, YouTube, or Twitch. So make sure to drop a follow and you will definitely find something that you like. With that said, uh, this podcast will premiere in about 24 hours from now over on YouTube as well. And we will be back a week from now with episode 25. Have a good rest of your week, stay safe, and we'll see you all next Sunday. Peace out.